Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours, a music podcast where we chat to a new guest each week, talk about their life and creative endeavours and talk to them about some of the music they love. Our show works by chatting to our guests about music their songwriting techniques, and occasionally getting them to make you a playlist of the songs they love. Welcome to episode 159. I'm your host, Simon Fink. Our guest today is Luke Steele, the prolific Australian songwriter and musician, after 20 years of fronting different bands, is today releasing his first ever solo record, entitled Listen to the Water. In today's episode, we're speaking with Luke about his take on the current musical landscape, songwriting for his debut record and if we'll ever see a sleepy jackson reunion anytime soon here we go our guest today is an extremely talented and prolific singer songwriter from perth australia over the last 20 years he's fronted bands like empire of the sun the sleepy jackson and dreams and he's worked alongside artists like daniel johns beyonce and usher today he releases his first ever solo record which is entitled Listen to the Water. Please welcome back to This Song Is Yours, Luke Steele. Hello, sir. How are we? Hey, good. Thanks, man. Great to be here. Thank you very much for your time today, Luke. I um, I do appreciate it. I know you're a very busy man at the moment. Yeah. Depends what you call busy, really, you know. I'm trying to, <laughs> yeah. I make myself super busy, you know, to keep to keep from... You know, the voice is getting too loud in your head. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it is all relative to whatever's, whatever is driving that busyness, so I understand that. I can uh, I can respect that. Um, yeah. Luke, the last time we spoke, uh, we spoke, I think, in September last year about the H3000 record with um, the lovely Mr. Jared Rogers as well. Um, and around that time, we were discussing songwriting and how it sometimes... Uh, you'll be working on a project and a song isn't kind of quite right for said project. And there was a little inkling of that this record itself, the one that's coming out today, the solo record might be coming, but uh, now here it is. It's a very exciting time. Yeah, it is, you know. I think it's it's um, it's taken a while to gather these songs, you know, and I think a lot of the time over the years people say, why don't you do a solo record? And you you say, yeah, I should do it, but... You know, it does take that certain time in your life, you know, where you have to, everything has to be right for it to happen. And, you know, I think for me it took, you know, it took a lot of experiences to actually come up with, you know, enough subject matter that was, like, good enough and exciting enough to write about, I think, you know. I'm sort of, and also finding the ingredients of the music, how to put it together and all that. So it's great I finally found it before I, Turn 150, you know, 
<laughs> you don't look a day over a hundred, Luke. Come on. It's, um, <laughs> um, yeah. With the album, as, as you kind of mentioned, you've, you've been within the music industry for 20 something years now, Sleepy Jackson, Empire of the Sun, Dreams. Um, with that, I guess, yeah, with it finally coming out under your name, is there a sense of, I guess, both pride in the fact that it is all yours, but I guess also a bit of curiosity in the fact that it all is yours as well in terms of there's no one else to share both the acclaim and whatever else it is that comes with releasing a record. Yeah, I think all of that. You know, this. I love collaboration because I've always loved that, you know, the friendship that comes with it. It's sort of, it's a bit like you have your own sort of gang and you kind of, you know, you go out to the world with a record that you've been, you know, jamming at parties together and stuff. And you, but yeah, it does feel a little bit, um, yeah, lonely when you're doing everything and you kind of, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a strange feeling, but it's a, it's a good one, you know. I think um, it's probably time for me to sort of, you know, do this and grow up a bit and kind of make some solo records, you know. I think sometimes you can get, um, I don't know, maybe a bit cushy in bands and, yeah. Yeah, maybe dilute yourself a bit, you know, because you're not... You know, every man sometimes just has to, you know, leave and head out into the wilderness. You know, it felt a bit like that when the pandemic hit. It was, I've been living 10 years in, you know, Santa Monica, and then we left and moved to this, you know, this big ranch. And it, so it had a real kind of, yeah, I don't know. I guess it was like art imitating life a bit, you know, on this new chapter in my life. <laughs> Yeah, the um the the property that you're talking about, and we can see a little bit of it behind you uh, in the background. It is Luke Steele's eccentric farm, um, which is in Northern California. And uh, very quickly, we have to mention the name of the record. Listen to the water is the record that we're referring to today. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm curious about how this physical locational change. Um, impacted the music that you'd be writing? Because I imagine that with a much bigger space, you've kind of got both a different mindset of the music you're creating, but also, and I'm not sure, but um, the studio I imagine might be a little bit bigger there or depending on what kind of setup you had in Santa Monica, I imagine it it allows for a lot more different kind of creative uh, uh, starts, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny, it's real contrasting because some of the songs I wrote when I was back in L.A. and it was, you know, I've got to leave the rat race and go hang out with some bears and it's just, you know, I think, um, you know, God just holds me accountable for everything I say, you know. I say something like it's time to leave the rat race, go hang out with some bears and the minute we moved here it was like two weeks in there was three bears you know outside the outside my studio and <laughs> so yeah I think the next record I'll just you know write about ice cream or something that's really, <laughs> really calm <laughs> but um yeah I'm funny like that yeah I've always been a writer where it's been I've held been held accountable for 
for what I've said. Um, so, yeah, it definitely was different coming up here because a lot of things that, you know, I was talking about, on, like I've got to get out now or I kind of got everything I wanted and then I'm sort of, you know, end up being this rancher trying to deal with, like, snakes and scorpions and bears. and <laughs> So, yeah, it definitely kind of changed me, you know. Like, it's, it's sort of like that funny thing. It's like when the pandemic hit, we were still back in the city and I was, you know, it was like I was 19, you know, and then once it's coming to an end and the record's done, I feel like I'm 185, you know. It's been a real, a real, um, you know, important record for me like that. Like a real, real change of chapters. I feel like the uh, the last two to three years has has aged everyone um, in an incredible fashion. Not necessarily looks wise, but in how we feel. Um, yeah. But I can I can very much appreciate that. And um, I, this record is. Again, I'm like I don't think people will be shocked to to hear that uh, a Luke Steele contributing record is incredible, but um, it's a gorgeous record, Luke. It's yeah, maybe not what people are expecting from you, but it is incredible. Ah, oh, thank you, man. I'm glad you like it. It's, yeah, it's it's quite calm and and quite relaxed, and I think it harks back to where I sort of began, you know, in the you know, in a blues club in Perth, you know, listening to my father play, like, J.J. Kale songs and things and, um, you know, pedal steel players and sort of um, country musicians and stuff. So, yeah, it was good to kind of get back there, you know. Yeah, 100%. It definitely, um, it definitely has touches of um, singer-songwriters and troubadours, I guess, of, of years gone by it. Um, has touches of uh, Bob Dylan, George Harrison. I, I'm not sure if you're aware of the Swedish, uh, current day singer-songwriter, Swedish, um, The Tallest Man on Earth. Oh, yeah, yeah. I haven't heard much of, is that one guy? He's, he's, is he young? Oh, he's in his 30s or 40s. Young guy like yeah. us. <laughs> uh, uh, the, the track Dark World reminded me of... Um, of of that both very intimate very um almost conversational kind of songs that you feel that you're just drawn into this kind of beautiful little world and i was wondering yeah for dark world uh i would have to say that's probably my one of my two favorite tracks on the record um where did that kind of inspiration for that song come from oh yeah i love that track it was just different things that were happening at the time um like I seem to just still wake up at three to five every night and just sort of think about everything, you know, and it's, you know, I've got to try and get out of that habit. But, yeah, there was so many little, each verse has a different um, sort of story, you know. There was one... Um, like the verse, what's the story with your flesh, you know? <laughs> Is that really your best? You know, go put on some clothes. Like I was around at my preacher's house and it was the Super Bowl and we had this, they just got this new TV. It was like one of those, you know, 10-metre TVs. And then, you know, J-Lo came on and she did this giant, like, rock slide, you know, and right at the end of the rock slide, <laughs> like her crutch ended up ended in the screen and it was just like, 
this is so embarrassing, you know. There's like 20 kids here. I'm at my preacher's house, and it was, um, you know, the state of, you know, the way flesh is thrown around these days. Like it's like a, you know, G-rated, um, G-rated slash X-rated kind of, <laughs> you know, Super Bowl shows, and I thought that was. I don't know, that was for that verse, which is talking about what, you know, what's really happened and you know, what's really happening out there. And then um, some of the other verses. Yeah, it was just a state about how the world and the world has got, you know, so dark now. Yeah. And it's the, the level of crime and the kind of the intensity of the crime and the, the intensity of the drugs and the you know, on the thoughts and everything, it's just, it's hard to fathom how it's got, you know, so dark. And I struggle with that because I kind of just, I just, you know, you see what God has to offer and that this, like, rich eternal reservoir of goodness, you know, but then it's... um. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. On the other hand, it's gone darker and it's just, yeah. It's like people are trying to be like the world, but the world's already kind of, you know, disregarded where it's living and it's, and it's moved on to the new world and it's kind of like this, yeah. Uh, like a duality almost. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, I think battle, battle for the, you know, space in the, in the world, yeah. So, yeah, it was good to just, yeah, spit out a few verses about all that. And sometimes it helps, you know, like the only way you can say something is through a song. Like I talk to people and they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you write something down and then you get abused about it for, you know, so you can put it in the song and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things where you're going to have your opinion and it's always going to be divisive regardless of how well intended it's going to going to be. Yeah, I think that's what I'm finding cool now. I can kind of get out that, you know, all those things that you can't really talk about or say, you can put it in a song. You know, Dylan's done it since the 60s, you know. Um, <laughs> you know, the more you got to say, just the more verses, you know, and so... I think um, 
my other favorite track, which is, which is I think vastly different in, in subject matter was, uh, my boy, which is, um, I believe a, a originally started as a demo that you came back across a few years later, um, about your son, which is a gorgeous track. Um, I feel just about a father son relationship. How often do you kind of find that you do come across these, um, I guess demos or songs that you previously, maybe what we were discussing last time you're on the, on the podcast, um, songs that aren't right for the project that you're at at the time, but eventually do find their way to a, to a home. A fair bit, you know, like I'm sort of, I'm a bit of a workaholic, you know, I always have to, um, be creating, you know, they, they talk about like music has a, a fourth dimensional quality, which means you can break into a realm, which a realm which is beyond the world, and it's it's you know it's a spiritual realm, and it makes things seem that seem impossible possible. So I kind of like to just keep creating and trying to live in that world as much as possible. So it's yeah, it's it's um there's a lot of stuff and. It does get frustrating because people always go like, "This song is so good. Why is it? Why is it just sitting here?" You know. But yeah, it's kind of like that painful thing that you have to wait till it finds its home. Like if it, yeah, it just doesn't work. And a lot of artists know that. You just if it doesn't work, it just won't work, and something will happen. You know, the computer will shut down or you'll go to sing it and you'll sound like, you know, Mariah Carey or something. It's, there's always a, <laughs> a spiritual power that works within songs. So, yeah, I've always said that you've got to be like a professional hippie. You have to you have to be professional, but you have to have a pretty big element of you that can let it go. And I still don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think just touching on what you said a second ago in terms of always staying busy and always kind of writing, it does seem that the output of one Luke still is always kind of um, always much more impressive than, than others that we might refer to. Um, I'm curious when, when you kind of are continuing to write, continuing to create, um, do whatever it is, do you find yourself ever getting to a point of maybe not exhaustion, but I guess maybe, uh, wanting to to step away or kind of clear the mind, clear the head. Yeah, yeah, I find that a bit, you know, and that's what Common Man was about, you know. I just, I just spent six months building this tour, and then we toured around America, then went to Copenhagen and Europe and all these places, and then came back, and it was like, oh, you lost this much, and you know this guy, you know, wants more and this photographer's more. And so, yeah, that was kind of a waste of time. So you have to go back <laughs> now and tour to pay for that. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I struggle with that because sometimes you just feel like the the output, you know, that you rip out of you, you know, deserves more of a get back, you know. Um yeah, and I found that's what yeah, Common Man was about. Was the same. It was just like, just even though I'm in a 
position of influence, it's still no one gets everything. You know, you have to keep. You just have to keep working. You know. One hundred percent. I was just going to say, but this year more than ever has been like the time when I've re- I've mentally retired about ten times. I think with what's happening with the music industry now, it just I just struggle with it so much because it's just you know some guy singing about you know some fat chick shaking her ass. You know is you know is bigger and the algorithms and the numbers. It's you know I struggle with that. You know so. We'll see. 100%. This is uh, what I was about to ask. I know that um, on the title track, uh, Listen to the Water, there's a line that refers to why does the radio sound so plastic? Um, And I guess does that play into what what you were just saying in this terms of, and I would agree with you that the music industry at the moment, there are incredible kind of finds and there's incredible artists being coming through, but a lot of the, I guess, popular mainstream music is there's a good percentage of it that is uh, uh, I want to say soulless I might get in trouble for that but that it's just numbers it's it's as you said it's kind of like a created by the algorithm and trying to just feed a certain demographic where it's not coming from a place of artistic creativity or integrity in a way yeah it's true and people can you know and it's it's yeah, you can't really talk about it too much because people go, oh, you're old, you know, you're bitter. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> it definitely is um, so different, you know. It's the standard is, yeah, it's definitely lower and it's catered for more like like the, a darker world, you know, which is like you look at Spotify and it's all, it's 95%, just people, you know, it's it's explicit like, it's explicit world, you know, it's kind of, um, but people are hungry for it, you know, they're hungry for that world, which is, you know, I struggle with, you know, but yeah, you just, um, yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to compete with. So you just gotta, yeah, do your own thing and not, not worry about it. I think that's the best kind of approach for it is that you, you continue to do what you're doing. And I think not just for yourself, there are artists that seem to be bucking that trend and, and coming up organically th- through some of that technology as well, which is good as well in terms of showcasing new talent. But um, it is the thing of you have to do what you, is right to you. And at the end of the day, you're the one who has to kind of sit with that for those people who are, you know, singing about uh, shaking or whatever it may be. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. It's a funny world because it's people get led, you know, like shaped to something, and it's and then it's um, the numbers don't lie, you know. So it's like, well, people must really want to hear about the, you know, shaking or so. Yeah, it's like a paradox, yeah. huh? paradox of quality. And, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's funny when that Spotify guy said. Oh, Artists, they put out something every three years. How'd they expect to? And, um, yeah, that's the problem, you know, because if you're not putting out something every, like, 35 seconds, you know, you're, you're just a lazy artist, apparently. Uh, I, I, yeah, don't... The fact that that man can say that and then buy 
what did he buy? Like military tanks with the money that is profited off of artists that not a, not a huge Spotify household here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. It's funny. Um, Luke, this album, this songwriting, it does kind of harken back. And I know I might get in a bit of trouble for asking this. I'm going to go ahead because I know that people would usually uh, speak to you about whether there's going to be a new Empire record, any all these kind of things. I feel that this record, not exactly, but it's the closest that we've gotten to um, maybe what the Sleepy Jackson previous albums used to be. And I know that there was a, a mystery third one in the wings. I was wondering whether there was a, ever any chance of, with this kind of return to songwriting, whether you'd reconsider um, or whether we could expect in any point in the future, in the years to come, uh, a sleepy reunion. Yeah. Yeah, we've been we've been making the sleepy record for years. Like, And, um, yeah, again, it's just sort of, yeah, I think people just hate hate me for it, you know, especially the label, but it has to be... <laughs> It has to be right, you know, it's kind of, and same with Empire, you know, Empire, we spent you know, years making this fourth record, went to Japan a couple of times, we worked with Jackknife Lee, we, um, but yeah, I've been given that unfortunate favour of, you know, it has to be, it has to be right, it has to be good, and I can't, can't just put it out, you know, so, um, yeah, just still pressing in on a lot of, a lot of that music and see what happens, you know. Of course. I don't think, um, I don't think just touching on what you said, I don't think anyone's hating you for it. I think the reason why those albums work is because of the, because of the desire to want to get it right and want to have it a hundred percent. So, if, if it's another 5, 10, 15 years, I think people, myself included, will gladly wait for it to be um, what it's <laughs> going to be. All right. But, yeah, it's kind of amazing, the journey, what how it all sort of, yeah, it, it all goes, you know, because the Empire record was so beautiful, the stuff we're doing in Japan with Kodo players and all that, and it became so thick and dense that then, making something really close and personal counteracts that. So it's, yeah, it's quite a privilege to be able to, you know, be able to make music and go on a journey and have people, you know, willing to listen to it. Yeah, of course. The, um, this, this new record, as we've discussed throughout this conversation, Luke, it is, it is more stripped back. It's a little bit more bare bones. I think the instrumentation on the record was only yourself, a few acoustic guitars, maybe one synth and a percussionist. With that in mind, um, can we expect to see uh, you touring behind this record and possibly uh, revisiting us back here in, in Oz? Yeah, definitely. I'm trying to put that together now. So, yeah, again, I'm not sure. I wish I could say, but, yeah. I seem to just do everything the complete opposite of everyone else. and um, But, yeah, hopefully soon, you know. I think over here it was so – it was just so hectic with the pandemic that, you know, we're sort of just trying to get our brains back to normal now and actually start going out again. So I think, 
Yeah. yeah, hopefully soon. That would be very, um, I know, very highly anticipated people wanting to see you play. Um, it's good to know. Like last time you were on the podcast, uh, we we were talking about the music you were currently listening to at the time. I think uh, your most played record when we spoke in September, you were listening to the Kanye record, Jesus is King. Yeah. Uh, now, um, now that we're in, or oh, we're in May now, um, uh, what are you currently listening to? And is that still getting a fair spin or has something kind of taken that record's place? Um, God, I should really have this prepared. Can I load up Spotify right now? Um, you know, it's a great, really great record is that last killers record, which I just thought was, um, I don't know if I talked, that was out then and we were talking about that. I might have come out after that, but. I I think we, uh, the, oh, my God, what is it called, Pressure Machine? Yeah, I might have even mentioned that last time, but I yeah. keep coming back to, um, I don't know, I just think for them, and he's just a great writer, you know, Brandon Flowers. 100%. I think that's some of their most subdued but introspective work in, in years. Yeah, yeah, that's probably like my favorite. But yeah, I've, I've been digging this band. I've been writing with these guys in Sweden. Um, they have a band called Vargos and the Gola. Um, they're really, they're a real cool band as well. Something with the Swedes, man. Something with the Swedes and their melodies, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they so they always do seem to have a very fine way around a melody. I would definitely agree with that. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> um, Luke, thank you very much for your time uh, th- today. I do appreciate it. Um, Listen to the Water is out today in Australia and worldwide. Um, thank you very much for coming on the podcast again. I do appreciate it. Oh, thank you, man. Let's go. That's our show. A massive thank you to Luke Steele for his time. Listen to the Water is out now, and we've left links in the show notes if you'd like to buy the record. We also want to give a huge shout out to Miriam at EMI Music for helping out with today's interview. If you like this show, please subscribe wherever you get your pods and stay up to date when new episodes are released. We release new shows each Wednesday and Friday morning, and we now have a Patreon, which you can find within the show notes of this episode. You can follow the playlist profile on Spotify. And you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Until next week, cheers. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.